Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Am I the dating disaster? You ever think about that? People that are single right now, do you ever like, oh, it's this person's fault. This person was crazy. Are possibly you the one that's crazy? I'm going to find out today if that's the truth with my own dating disaster, somebody that I dated in the past. I've asked her to write down like a full solid review, holding nothing back. And we're going to read it together for the first time on the show today. All right. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy podcast, everybody. Happy Friday. If it's Friday, you're listening. Uh, this is a podcast I put together with my mom. She is literally the greatest. She will make you feel uplifted, happy, warm, comforted, all the good things. You'll see as I introduce her right now. This is Nancy Yancey, my mom. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. I had a personal milestone today that I'm proud of myself that I want to brag about at the beginning of this podcast, especially after going back and listening to the yesterday's podcast with Hula, who dropped a gajillion pounds during <laughs> quarantine, right? Yeah. And I actually went to the grocery store for the first time in probably at least six weeks. I didn't buy anything uh, that had sugar in it. So I was really proud of myself. No desserts, no candy. I feel like I've made the the first step in trying to get my life pulled back together out of this, uh, this quarantine mess. Uh, it's just funny how slowly it it adds up. But when you see people like Hula, I'm like, well, damn. I mean, if you could lose all that kind of weight, I got no excuse over here. And you got two kids, Mm -hmm. you know, which creates much more stress in his life than yours, probably. No, I got, I got no. I literally have no excuse. I have no excuse. I've like entered into phase one. I don't try to diet because I don't think that dieting is like productive. I don't want to lose just like a small amount of weight or a, a large amount of weight for a small amount of time. I want to lose mm-hmm. a small amount of weight in a large amount of time, but have like healthy habits, right? So yes. Check one or step one is to always just stop eating sugar because I don't drink. That was always the first thing was stop drinking and then it was mm-hmm. stop eating sugar. So that at least is checked off the at least checked off the box. Now, I did buy about five bags of chips, though. So <laughs> oh, no. listen, listen, oh. it's, it's you got to You got to peel back. You got to peel back. You can't just you can't lose but all my five vices. bags. Yeah. And then I came home and I literally already ate one of the whole bag. I already <laughs> it's already gone. It's already gone. They had salad for lunch, so you know. <laughs> oh gosh! It's all just trying to balance it all out. It's fine. It's just fine. fine. <laughs> I also took another brave step today, and I wish I didn't because it was a terrible decision in hindsight. Was I posted? I haven't posted myself on social media in so long <laughs> because my hair is just atrocious. And I, uh, I did today and I got the exact response that I was looking for, mm-hmm. which was, you look like shit. I mean, that wasn't exactly <laughs> what people said, but in one way or another, like you, like you just look like shit. So, uh, you need to, to clean up. You just need yeah. to clean up. Don't we all just need to clean up? Well, I had a new experience today. And what's that? I did a telehealth call. Well, what is going on? I just have a little place on my right calf that started out as what I thought was a bug bite. But now, three weeks later, it's turned into like this, the size of a quarter. And it's got a little red circle around it. And I thought, oh, I may have melanoma. (laughs) 
So I jumped on there and I took my cell phone and I showed her the place on my calf. And she has called in a prescription of some cream. She thinks it's eczema. Much better than having skin cancer, though, you know. Well, Well, this is true. I had to literally stop using those things. Now, I've been doing telehealth for a while when it comes to certain things because when I I would use doctor on demand, in case you don't know, I'm quite the hypochondriac. And when they came <laughs> out with the idea that like you can have an app on your phone where you can instantly connect with the doctor, terrible thing for me. So oh, for a while, I would like use it. I would use it a lot. and But usually it was only for things that I was like super embarrassed about and like didn't really want to go to the doctor about, but just wanted somebody <laughs> to take a look at. Yes. I remember one time I, I had to hop on there one time because I had this really weird rash on my butt and I could not figure out like where it was like Ooh. all over my butt cheeks. It was, it was like these, these like these like welt looking things on my mm. butt cheeks and I couldn't figure out like what it was. And I'm like, oh my God, like this is some kind of weird STD or this is some kind of weird, <laughs> I don't know. So of course I go into like hyper freak out mode. And so then I hop on doctor on demand. He's like, well, I need to see it. And then I'm like, <laughs> Well, Uh-oh. I guess you do. And so mm. then you have to like learn how to take a picture of your butt, which is just interesting in the first place. <laughs> and then, and then, um, so he was like, I, he's like, I honestly, I don't know what they, he's like, that might be some kind of like viral infection of some sort. He's like, why don't you get some like anti-fungus lotion and put it on there? And I was uh-huh. like, okay. Uh, so I did that for a week, but then I figured out what it was, was probably a million times more embarrassing was that I was using essential oils in the bath but not the kind that are supposed to touch your skin oh and it was like it like literally like burned my ass like i had <laughs> like burn marks from essential oils honey i'm sorry i don't mean to laugh but that is kind of funny i mean i'm just glad that's, that's all it was but it was just like oh man mm. like my, my brain will go to the worst case scenario of like well this is it this is mm-hmm. it i've got the the butt disease and that's why i'm so <laughs> scared if i ever get something that even seems like coronavirus i'm done like i'm just i'm over it's my life right there you know you have to change your mindset about all that i had a, a weird experience at sprouts today and I, I can't really figure out i might need somebody to call in over this Oh, phone number is 888-Kramer8, 888-K-R-A-M-E-R-8, okay? Go to Sprouts, do my shopping, you know, it takes a little while to check out, so you got to stand six feet apart, and so you get up, and it was pretty busy when I went. So, uh, get up to the cash register, girl, very friendly, uh, she asked how I was doing, I said, I'm good, and I said, how are you? And she goes, I'm okay, and I look at her, and I say, well, I hope your day gets better, and she's like, Thanks. And cause I could tell she just kind of seemed kind of down or just kind of quiet. Mm. And I was like, well, you know, try to make her feel better if I can. Mm-hmm. So we go through the process, check out. And I, I literally went for just to get some, some water, ended up buying $70 worth of groceries. Of course. And as I'm walking away, uh, I can hear her talking to the, the next girl that was coming up. And it was like the same thing where the girl said, how are you? And already the cashier said, how the cashier said, how are you? And the, the customer who was behind me said, I'm doing great. How are you? And the girl said back to her, I'm doing great. Thank you. And I'm like, how in the course (laughs) of like three minutes did it go from you were doing okay Okay. to doing great. And I didn't say I was, I was like, I'm doing good. Or I, 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 you know, I'm something, but I don't know how your answer went from I'm doing literally 
okay, which is a five, I would say out of 10. And uh-huh. then all of a sudden you went to great, which is like a nine <laughs> after I went away. So like I started taking it <laughs> kind of personal. I was like, is it because like, I'm a guy or did I come off creepy? Did I come off like, did I say the wrong thing? <laughs> like, I had, like the whole ride home, I was thinking about like, how in the world did that change so fast? So Well, maybe you brightened her day. <laughs> and after she saw you, she was great. <laughs> I, want, I want somebody as a cashier at a, like a grocery store to answer that question of how do you think that happened? How do you think that happened from going? Because now I'm in my paranoid brain of like, did I say something? Did I look at her the wrong way? Did I, mm-hmm. did I do something? I don't know. But you know, kind of you know, that's funny too, because when we say, how are you? I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, we just give some passive Oh, I'm fine. Well, first because, off, you don't give a shit. You don't even you don't even care how somebody else is doing. Unless exactly. like you're literally calling to ask how someone's doing. Exactly. You don't care. I know. So and it, then, it's funny. And then you don't even I had a phone call with with a guy uh the other day. I was a potential job interview and you know, the same old thing. Hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm good. And I and I stopped <laughs> myself and I said, Yeah, I, I'm not good. <laughs> like I was like that was a that was a reflex. That was not, <laughs> yes. you know, let's be honest. We're, yes. we're in the middle of, I'm, I'm as good as I can be, I guess, you know, considering mm-hmm. all this, all this stuff going on. Mm-hmm. It's funny how that just becomes so natural. But for her to go from, okay, I'm okay, to I'm great. <laughs> neither of those, I would say, would be natural reactions, you know? Like, right. I don't know. Uh, and they have to do that all day, day in and day out. They have to make little small talk. And isn't that a shame that when we ask people, how are you doing, that we really don't care? I know. It's true. <laughs> you <laughs> she doesn't give a shit how I'm doing, and I don't really give a shit I how mean, she's doing. That's really I mean, beautiful. I, unless she's doing bad, <laughs> you know, then I would like to know. Maybe there's something I could do to, like, make her feel better. Mm-hmm. But she- I don't really – I don't give a shit about how – a cashier at Sprouts is doing. Nor but you should. do I expect. I mean, I do, but like not really. In the big scheme of things, I mean, if she's doing uh, bad, and I mean, I, I could be there mm-hmm. to cheer her up. But if, she, if she's having a great day, do I really care? Mm-hmm. No. Like, let's really break this down. You know, you should say that's great. It's good. Does she? Does I'm she think? Does she? You think she's going to go home today and be like? God, that guy that came through today that was having a good day. God bless him. Like, no, like she doesn't give a shit. That wouldn't be interesting to hear from a cashier. It's funny that you have to make that little small talk. You know, today um, we had a FedEx driver, and FedEx drivers usually kind of tick me off because our driveway is really narrow, Mm -hmm. and Jim has put a sign at the top of the driveway. We should talk about that because that alone is just crazy to me. Okay. So I agree. Okay. My dad has a, so they have a pretty long driveway. How long would you say it was? Like Um, a football field? A football field. No. Is it that big? That's no way. There's no way. It's it's not a hundred yards. 50 yards. um, It's 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 a long enough distance and it is kind of windy and okay. And narrow. when you drive through, like like my, my parents, you know, they have this, this this nice house. And the first thing you see when you pull into their driveway is this sign that's like, delivery drivers, <laughs> do not come down our driveway. Like, how did you even find that sign? Was it custom made? <laughs> so Jim got the idea from one of our neighbors because those big trucks, 
I mean, our driveway is old. It's 20 years old. And it's already cracked in several places. Yeah. And those big trucks crack it more. And they can't turn around in our driveway, so they Wait, drive. Wait, is that a fact or that's an assumption? No, that's a fact. That's okay. a fact. You know Jim Yancey knows. He's watching all these things. That's true. Um, I bet my dad goes out every day and like surveys <laughs> the cracks in the driveway uh-huh. just to see like what the, mm-hmm. the latest crackage actually mm-hmm. is. And tire marks in yeah. the yard. And they ran over one of my little signs that I had posted yeah. in my butterfly garden and broke it. And, <laughs> you know, so we just, there's a sign that says stop. No trucks past this point or something, yeah. which is the same right. sign our neighbor has. But a UPS, our UPS guy is always so honoring and accepting of that. And, you know, I always thank him for that. And he says, well, there's no way I could turn around this big truck in this driveway, nor can anyone else. Yeah. So he's very appreciative. But the FedEx people, oh, no, they'll come barreling right down here. And then they'll turn around two or three times trying to get out of here. So this this delivery today was with a new FedEx guy. And he brought it, brought this 158-pound gazebo box on his so hand in truck. In case you missed the previous episode, I forget what, what day we talked about. Maybe yesterday, or the day before. Like, mm-hmm. my parents have a gazebo on their dock at the at the lake, and it, it blew off. So you guys did buy a new one. We did, and it came, and it came, and he brought it all the way down. And so he needed a signature. So when I opened the door, I said, "Thank you so much for walking that down." And he looked so surprised that someone was talking to him. Nice, he said, "Oh, well, you are very welcome." And I was like, well, thank you. I hope you have a really good day. See, that was a nice exchange. That, that was, was a genuine exchange. You did that want him to have was. a good day, and he was genuinely happy. Right, exactly. But so, I, want you, I want everyone to, like, this week, notice the the small talk exchanges you have with people. Like, waiters are probably a little bit different, but mm-hmm. just, just, just catch yourself at, like, the grocery store or maybe at the gas station and just the inter- the interactions that you have with these uh with these humans and just see how you're responding you know well today was a pretty monumental day and by the time this comes out tomorrow i don't know how much will change but i uh, i think we have made more racial progress in the last two weeks and we've made maybe over the last 400 years hmm. um you had that list do you want to go over some of the things that have, have oh. changed Oh, well, the statues of Jefferson Davis and Columbus, Christopher Columbus, have been toppled. Yeah. Yeah, those have been taken down. And um, the NFL commissioner apologized for not listening to players' protests during the national Mm -hmm. anthem. Right. Um, The CrossFit CEO resigned after saying he and his staff were not mourning the death of George Floyd. Right, yeah. I mean, I he did come back and apologize, about. but, you know, oh, that oh, that was a it's, mess. It has been an interesting, progressive, and interesting week, for sure. You know, oh, everything that's... Oh, my. I mean, I... I I feel like if you're not evolving now as a company or as an organization, you're going to look like a real piece of shit. You know, mm-hmm. like that's really, that's really all there is to say. I think we're yes. going to see more of it too, you know, which is, which is good. I mean, I think it's good yes. that all these conversations have started and all these, you may agree with it, you may disagree with it, but you know, there's, there's a lot of, a lot of change that's happening and it's the most progressive thing I can remember seeing in a long time. Oh, definitely. And people of all races, that's, that's the lovely thing about it. 
It's yeah. not just one race that's out there protesting injustice. Right. Everybody, yeah. It's Everybody's everybody is banding together. That's really a beautiful thing. And 15 of the top of uh, the 20 top selling books are about racism and white Great. supremacy. So people are beginning to educate themselves. So that's very yeah. exciting too. When you're white and you live in the South, um, you know, because you live in a pretty conservative area. Mm -hmm. I mean, do you get nervous of having conversations like these if they were to pop up? Well, no, not really. I mean, people basically that I am close to understand who I am and know what I believe in. I mean, do you have any friends that that you feel like would be completely opposite of all this? That they would be like, no, the Confederate flag is about pride or... Uh, I don't know about that. I just, I I don't have anybody in my my life that I'm directly close with. I mean, I Mm -hmm. would say all of my close people that I'm I'm friends with have the similar point of view. Like there's not Mm -hmm. anybody that's like, oh no, you know, I don't think we should be having this kind of reform or... Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I haven't had a friend like that since I probably lived in the South, you know, so... Yes. Well, you know, oftentimes though, and I know Jim, Jim had this uh, situation with some friends of ours a few months back uh, where he said, okay, let's not discuss politics because we know that as progressives, we are definitely a minority um, Mm -hmm. with most of the people that we know. And Mm -hmm. someone uh, in that group decided to discuss politics and it got ugly. It got ugly, and so they had to just agree to disagree. And then the next time we saw them, which was a week or so later, they shook they shook hands and hugged each other, you know, and moved beyond it. But um, it's so volatile. But I would say that most of the friends that I am close to here, um, with the exception of a few, are pretty progressive and open minded. I almost had to unfriend. Uh, somebody on Facebook today um, because they it was somebody a, a listener from Panama City and I they had posted they said if this symbol represents racism in America and it showed a picture of a con- Confederate flag mm-hmm. uh, then so do these and it has a picture of like the NAACP logo BET mm-hmm. um, Hispanic Heritage Celebration mm-hmm. uh, the Black Panther Party logo just like a bunch of like. Uh, groups and I was like, you're just. But here's the thing. Now let's think about this. If we are saying that we need to listen and understand people who have differing differing views, and that is the way that things are going to change, do we just? Right, people off that don't agree with us. Well, and that's exactly what I had to stop myself from doing. Mm-hmm. So I didn't unfriend them because I was like, I also don't want to get in a bubble, right? Yes. Like, and I was gonna say, I was gonna comment something, but then I started reading through the thread, and somebody already had made the point, so mm-hmm. it was okay. But I, that's kind of what I did after the 2016 election was I just started unfriending anybody that didn't have my exact point of view, mm-hmm. and then I think that can really get us in trouble though. Absolutely. It's not really like, like it's not really solving anything. I think no. we need to kind of hear everybody else's point of view and you may not, not agree with it, but I feel like we live in such a society now where unfriending is the answer. Mm-hmm. It's not trying to understand comprehend, change a mind. Like right. it's just about, this is my point of view. If, if you're, if you disagree, which 
I'm pretty passionate about the Confederate flag issue, mm-hmm. but by me just unfriending, like, what is that? What, what is, is that, that do? do? Yeah. Right. It just shuts them down and shuts you off from yeah. another point of view. So, you know, that's when we get in trouble. And I really, I don't care for political or religious post in general, even though I have posted some religious post um, on Facebook, which is really a social media platform, right? Right. Um, but I think that if we just defriend people, that's not the answer. And that's what we have to work against. We've got to learn to agree to disagree, but to hear each other. Oh, yeah. it's so tough. And to have those challenging conversations. Right. Yeah. Which is not easy to do. Oh, it's hard. But also, is it is it my place to go on your Facebook page and try to have a conversation about that? Like I, you know, we, we talk about we've had plenty of these conversations mm-hmm. uh, about you know uh, how to talk to your family, how you talk to your boss. I mean, is right. social media the place to go forward and say, mm-hmm. "Hey, you know, this isn't right." And here's why. I mean, that, has it ever one time led to anyone changing? their mind? I don't know. I don't think it's the right platform, but it's tough. That's a tough one. I, I didn't, I hadn't thought about that one. <laughs> yeah. I um, mean, it, it's, yeah, it's just not the place we need to talk to each other. And when, and if we can, the best thing is to look each other in the eye. Yeah. And yeah, sit I mean, across. Things people will say, I mean, me, hell, I, I'll, I'll talk all kinds of trash online to you, but to your face, mm-hmm. like, I don't know that I can, ooh, I don't no, know that I have the same Yeah, power. and it's easy. It's easy to hide behind those platforms. Yeah. It's easy yeah. to hide. But when you're face-to-face with someone that I would adore being face-to-face with anyone now, um, <laughs> you know. Maybe give a few more t- months, right? A few more months. <laughs> yeah, just a few more months. But it's a different conversation. And but you can FaceTime them and tell them off. That's for sure. Yeah. Zoom, you, you can have a Zoom, a Zoom yelling at each other. And you can't read body language. You can't yeah. see people's eyes. You can't see their expressions. I mean, words are dangerous weapons. They just yeah. are. They can be meant for good or for evil. And yeah, it's just dangerous. All right, give us a quote. Let's get our weekend started over here. Okay, this is from Nelson Mandela. As Nelson Mandela, who ended another struggle against injustice, wrote in his autobiography, Long Walk to Freedom, that no one is born hating another person because of the color of their skin or his background or his religion. People must learn to hate. And if they can learn to hate, they can learn to love. For love comes more naturally to the human heart than its opposite. Yeah, you almost have to wonder how that happens, right? Like kids don't grow. I, I posted a picture the other day of this this black boy and this white boy. Mm. And it said, it said uh, the quote said something like, these two wanted to get a uh, the same haircut so their teacher wouldn't be able to tell them apart. Mm-hmm. And you don't see racist kids. No kid comes out of the womb like, you know. No. No, <laughs> all lives matter. Like, they no. don't like so where, so, where in life, like life does that happen? And I think exactly. it's, I don't even know that's like one big thing, but Miguel, you know, talked about all the different conditionings we may have, you know, along yes. the way. That's why it has to start at home. It has to start at home. Yeah. These conversations have to start at home. It's just I'll, so important. 
I'll give a, uh, a shout out to my buddy Edgar. He just started a new podcast called Hanging with the Sotelos, and uh, it's him and his wife. And their first episode actually is talking about like when your kids do things that were, or how do you like have, basically have a discussion with your kids about race. And mm-hmm. he tells a story about how his daughter, they were reading a book and um, there was a, a black girl in the, in the, in the book. It was like, you know, just a cartoon, mm-hmm. but the, uh, his daughter who's young said, what, uh, what happened to that girl's face? And so moments like that, where like, as a parent, you may not know how to answer that, but they actually had a, a doctor on to talk about it. So I'll link down there to the, to their podcast. Cause it's really good. And he's a, he's a good dude. So maybe you can appreciate that, mm-hmm. that podcast as well. So sounds great. And it's a cute little photo too, from one of the protests, um, of a little black boy who looks to be maybe five and he's yeah. carrying a sign that says, when do I change from cute to scary? So precious. So yeah. precious. It's true. So. All right. Well, another week down. Next time we talk, we'll, we'll have re, uh, released the the merch for our certified fans come Exciting. Monday. So Exciting. Be a big week for us next week, and we're probably going to hit another milestone listen. So anyway, it's been it's been an interesting couple of weeks on the show for a lot of different mm-hmm. reasons, and we just appreciate you being here. Absolutely. And thanks for all your words of wisdom, Mom. No, <laughs> for what that's worth. Glad to share. Happy to share. All right. Well, all right. I uh, I love you. We'll talk to you again on Monday. Okay. You may hear from me on Sunday, though. Oh yeah, and and Sunday. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe I'm, we'll see. I'm thinking about um, leading a Ram Dass meditation call, just like me. Yeah, a lot of people have asked for like meditation. So why don't mm-hmm. you just give it a shot and see and see how it goes? I think I will. Think right. will. Sounds okay. good. Well, then Great. we'll do it then. All right. Love you. All right. Love you forever. And we get back a few weeks ago when, when we were doing dating disasters, one of the girls that I spoke of messaged me and said, how do you know that you're not the dating disaster? And I was like, mind blown. Uh, so I actually went and I reached out to somebody that I was dating uh, back in my dating period, right before all this craziness went down, basically before 2020. And I said, hey, listen, I want you to give me an honest review of how I did. And don't 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 sugarcoat anything. I want all of it. And I haven't read it yet. It's in my inbox. We'll do it next on the Certified Mama's Boy podcast. All right, dating disaster. My own dating disaster here in just a couple of minutes on the show. Hi. Um, I was just going to give a shout out. This is the time of show I say hi to all of our people that have joined our certified fans program. Thank you so much for doing that, by the way. It's uh, a way for you to support the show because it's a little tough out in this world. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's a little financially tough. So people that they come forward and say, yeah, listen, I'm willing to give you know five bucks a month to support the show. People like Gabby over in San Diego and Laura in Buckeye, Arizona. Our friend Roxana in Vegas and uh, Talia over in, in La Mesa and Beatrice in Chula Vista. Just a couple of you guys that have signed up to be certified fans. I am so appreciative. Billy, I see you too. Billy in uh, San Diego and Elizabeth in Chula Vista and Blakely, my friend Blakely over in Jacksonville. Uh, thank you guys so much for being a part of the this or being a certified fan. Don't forget, Monday is when you get the chance to uh, pre-order all of the merch, which will launch at the store, and you'll get an email about that. And if you want to become a certified fan, you can do it now at uh, certifiedmamasboy.com 
slash. I don't have to get slash. Click on fans. Okay. All right. Dating disaster. So what we do on Fridays is I go over some of the just awkward situations that I have been in in my post marriage life and because dating as a 36 and 37 year old is a peculiar thing um it's totally different than when i was 21 22 23 24 so um i go through some of the disastrous things that i've been through but i one of the girls i talked about a couple of weeks ago she was like how do you know that you're not the dating disaster like how do you know that you're just so great that you can get out here you can say who the disaster is and who the disaster is not and i was like damn that's a good point okay all right. So I said, I was like, let me, let me do some all, my own research here. So what I decided to do was I was going to reach out to someone that I had dated in the past and I just wanted an honest review. And I decided I wasn't going to read it until I uh, got on here. I don't want to sugar. I'm not going to edit anything. I'm not going to change anything. If it makes me look like a jerk, then that's just what it is, right? So for the first time on the podcast, a very intimate dating disaster about possibly myself. We'll see how this goes. <clears throat> so what's it like to date Kramer? Quote, unquote, Kramer. Okay, so we already know he's a wee bit dramatic. Ha ha. But he's much more than that. Oh, well, this, this is an okay way to start this thing. Fortunately for me, I was set up by a friend who was a listener from his on the radio, so I didn't have a, a certain perception of him like most do or knew much about his background. But from our first date, he was a breath of fresh air from guys I'd previously gone out with. Well, how... God, I am, I am so great. <laughs> I didn't expect this to go so good, to be honest with you. Um, he was someone that really made an effort from planning out and treating me to thoughtful dates and having meaningful and deep conversations about life. You could tell he knew who he was and what he wanted in his next relationship. Oh my God, <laughs> how am I single? I'm really not this good. This is a, a much more glowing review than I expected to get. But we're not done yet either. This could really, which I love, was waking up to sweet text messages in the morning and always opening the car door for me. That same may seem silly for some, but for me, it showed he was a gentleman. I got to be honest. I'm going to stop the review for a second. You'd be shocked at what passes for dating, at least maybe here in San Diego and in 2020 or 2019, we'll say. I mean, most of the dates that I went on, women were shocked if I offered to pay for the whole dinner, if I opened a door for them, <laughs> like if I brought them flowers, like they would like pass out. Now, I don't know if that's like a Southern thing and it's not expected here in California. Uh, to me, it was like just kind of the basics, right? Like, oh, plan like planning out a date. <laughs> like The fact that she can write that in my review and that can be a highlight I don't know that I was necessarily that good versus there are just so many shitty ones out there. Now, the other side of dating him. Okay, so this <laughs> I spoke to soon. <laughs> now, the other side of dating him, he's definitely needy, which he disclosed from our first date. I always do. I'm like, listen, I'm, I'm a needy individual. I am. But it was okay because I was too, and so I could appreciate that and knew how to navigate it. Oh, and there's also the wonderful factor of hearing about all of his casual dates on the radio, Margarita Fest and Sexy Senorita. Yikes. Yeah, I've expressed that that's, uh, that's been an issue, right? When you're casually dating 
we talked about that uh, Monday, right? About the whole Gina dating Gina story. You couldn't like date multiple people. Like when I started dating, I just wanted to date casually, which is fine if you don't have a very public life. Like for example, if I worked at a bank, I could do all these things, but no one ever know about it. But when you work on a, a radio station and your job is to share your life, it was really, it was challenging. I don't know if I ever shared the story with you, but I would actually like delay stories. So like if something crazy happened and like, I was like, I can't tell the story now because it's going to ruin something with something else. We'd like, let's record it. And then we can play it back. Like depending on like, let's say it goes south with this other person that I'm worried about screwing things up with. And we can play it back then. So, <laughs> oh. okay. Back to the review. It was clear he got in his head with all the other women he was dating simultaneously. <laughs> oh, it was a lot to handle on my end. But the one thing I could respect was he was always honest and open. Oh, yeah, I was. It was tricky. It was a tricky time. Overall, he was definitely a charmer, was an amazing man to date and has a lot of love to give. He was just a little confused during that time. <laughs> if he could just if he could just focus on one person at a time and stop referring to women as girls, oh god, uh, he may be ready for a relationship. LOL. Seriously though, he's still one of the most honest and genuine pe- people I know and some of the best dates I've ever been on. Wishing you the best, Steven. Nothing but love for you. Okay. All right, let's break that down. So <laughs> I just think because of how terrible dating is nowadays, I automatically get bonus points because I am like, I I am romantic and I feel like a lot of guys aren't and I don't, I'm not just looking for a hookup and I feel like a lot of guys are. Um, I think that I, I just don't know that I can like do the casual dating thing anymore. And like, I'd like to hear your opinion on that too, because I was very clear about it. I was very clear that I'm just going to casually date and that's all I'm going to do. And, uh, so when uh, it wasn't easy though, that was a problem. It's like, it wasn't easy because there'd be, it's, you know, after like three dates, every woman is like, well, what are we? I'm like, I don't know. Humans. (laughs) People, uh, we are U S citizens. You know, I picked her because I knew she wouldn't say like terrible things about me. I'm, I should probably go to some of the worst ones, right? And get the get those reviews. But there you go. That's uh, uh, my own dating disaster for uh, for the week. All right. Here at the end of the show, I gave you the good news. Stuff that's going on that should make you feel good over in Chattanooga. I think we got some Tennessee listeners. Hi. Chattanooga, Tennessee. The police chief over there has updated the department's code of conduct, saying that his officers have the duty to intervene and to report it when others in the department commit acts of brutality or abuses of power. Chief David Roddy is his name, and he said, I've updated and highlighted existing policies to reflect not only the current expectations of our police department, but... What I also know is in the heart and character of your officers. I look forward to the coming conversations and encourage the inclusion of many representatives to include community leaders, law enforcement, and some of those who have expressed their concerns in recent days. I mean, again, we talked about this on the show, and I, I don't see why these laws shouldn't be there, right? Like, 
it because I, I support police. I think there's I know several police officers, actually good friends of mine are police officers, great human beings. But these laws are also out there to protect them, right? And to protect the civilians. Like it's reform has to happen. If we keep having issues, it has to happen. So there's some good news out of Chattanooga. And y'all, New Zealand has damn near crushed the coronavirus. It's done over there. Uh, it says things have gone so well in New Zealand concerning COVID-19. The prime minister and her cabinet have decided that almost all restrictions can now be removed. After 40,000 people tested, 12 days with no one entering hospitals, 40 days since the last community transmission, and 22 days since that person finished their self-isolation, New Zealand is now starting to uh, reopen its economy by lowering preventative measures to the lowest level. There's a cool video I'll put in the show notes, but um, there was a celebration. Like when, when the all the rules and regulations were taken off, there was a celebration at midnight, like it was New Year's Eve or something. And there's one bar, and everybody starts going crazy and like hugging each other, and then it's it's cool. You can go see it over in the show notes. And I'll leave you with it made me laugh. So HBO Max is going to bring back the Looney Tunes, but they're going to update it. And one of the changes they're going to make is they're going to get rid of Elmer Fudd's gun. They don't want Elmer Fudd to have a gun. Well, James Corden last night went in on the whole situation. Number three. Yes, finally number three. With everything that's going on in the world, there have been all kinds of calls for reform. And there's one group that has taken swift action to make our country safer. I'm, of course, talking about the Looney Tunes. Now, with the show being rebooted for HBO Max, producers have confirmed that in the new series, Yosemite Sam and Elmer Fudd will no longer have their trademark guns making Fudd the only person in America named Elmer who doesn't own a gun. Since Looney Tunes is making an effort to be more of the times, we thought we'd make some suggestions for ways that they can update other characters. The Tasmanian Devil, for example, traditionally quite an angry man, is now taking more time to educate himself, talking to family, reaching out to friends. He's taken up meditation. And you know what? He is completely chilled out now. He's listening first instead of reacting. Porky Pig has gotten really into Soul Cycle and now his thighs are super jacked. Wiley Coyote still chases the Roadrunner, but only because he wants to tell him about his new vegan diet. Daffy Duck now puts his duck face to good use as an Instagram influencer. And finally, Pepe Le Pew, well, he actually hasn't changed at all. He just lives in constant fear of being the subject of a New York Times expose. That's right, HBO Max, you can have all of those for free. <laughs> If we could only live in a cartoon world, how much easier this life would be, right? <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for listening. Appreciate you so much. Uh, it's been another monumental week in the world, and the fact that we could spin it together means a lot to me. So thank you for uh, being here as we, my mom and I kind of talked through it. We, that's what we've been doing for like for weeks now, you know, trying to figure out what is this new world that we're living in. And the fact that you've been here, it means a lot. So all my certified fans, thank you so much. Don't forget that your uh, first dibs on merch happens on Monday. For everybody else, it goes on on uh, Tuesday. I'm excited to show it to you. And I, a little apprehensive, but excited. And if you want to become a certified fan, certifiedmamasboy.com. Click on fans. Love to see you on there. And I'm excited to see you next week, too. Have a good weekend. Be safe. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever. 